Praise God. Who feels different now to when they came in? So you've had a wonderful testimony that brings hope and joy to our souls, and we've had wonderful praise and worship. Praise God. So we're going to have a wonderful word now. Turn with me to Mark 16. We've been here for the weekend, for other folks that are in the room. We said that we've had a, a ministry course here. We've shared all sorts of things. We've looked at all sorts of things. And we've had all kinds of thoughts and challenges. But we need to know that the Lord wants us to go out. As, as Linda said, somebody said, well, you can do this. You've got to do this. <laughs> And so let's refresh ourselves with a great commission from Mark 16. So today my message is Believer's Authority. And welcome to live stream at this point. And we are better do what Chris has done the last few days, say hello to our missionaries in the Philippines. (laughs) Bless you, Dan and Hattie. So from verse 15 of Mark 16... And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He, hath belie- he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name they shall cast out devils, they shall speak with new tongues, they shall take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. So then after the Lord had spoken unto them, he was received up into heaven and sat on the right hand of God. And they went forth and preached everywhere, the Lord working with them and confirming the word with signs following. Amen. Wonderful. Stir our hearts, Lord, with this. I've got a little spider running around on the desk. He's now heading for my water. So come along, matey. Off you go. (laughs) There's a big room here, and he comes here. Probably supposed to lay hands on him or something. (laughs) Go and preach the word. I want to tie up here this verse of go and preach, and then in verse 20, that they went with the Lord working with them. That gives us comfort, doesn't it? confirming the word with signs following. I just feel we need to, to, to be reminded today that it's so easy to perhaps to start to minister to people and it's quite clear that you preach the word, the word comes forth anointed and then we minister. So even though we might be one-to-one praying with people, it's still all going to be based in the word. And so signs will follow the word and that's why we need 100% pure 100% word of God and signs will follow and so we can be encouraged that we don't need anything else but to be available willing and to speak out the word and just be prepared to pray in the name of Jesus and so let's look at Jesus's authority we know that's where it's come from but let's just have a look at it afresh in Matthew 7 Matthew 7 verse 28 Jesus had been uh, preaching, and, he, and it says, and it, and it came to pass when Jesus had ended these sayings, the people were astonished at his doctrine. They were shocked at his doctrine. For he taught them as one having authority and not as the scribes. Authority, that word in the Greek, mastery. 
also means freedom, liberty, power and strength. That's why they saw there was a difference to his preaching and the preaching of the scribes. The living word, not a dead legalistic word, but that his words came with life. And that he brought that anointing, says that God anointed Jesus of Nazareth. And so we know he's anointed. And that authority is also delegated influence. We've got to remember, God is delegated to Jesus. Jesus is delegated to us. It's a delegated um, anointing that we can carry when we go out to pray with people. And we need to know that we need to constantly keep our eyes on the fact that we want the anointed word, we want anointed prayers, and we don't want to drift back into any legalism or any set doctrine. Uh, we shared yesterday, somebody said, long, long time ago, or they thought that this manual that they take home was going to be full in there of everything that they had to do, word for word. You know, this is what you do. But the manual is full of scripture. <laughs> because you just have to go with the flow with the Holy Ghost and go with scripture and see the captive set free. So this is what I feel the Lord wants us to look at too this morning is 1 Peter 5. 1 Peter 5 verse 5. Likewise, ye younger, submit yourselves unto the elder... That doesn't necessarily, not everywhere in scripture where the elder's mentioned, is it the elder, the office of the elder, but somebody older, but that's not my point this morning. Yea, all of you be subject one to another and be clothed with humility, for God resisteth the proud and giveth grace to the humble. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. This um, humbling ourselves is really making ourselves accountable, submitting. When we submit, it's a choice. Nobody can make us submit. <laughs> As we heard that little story once about a little boy was told to sit down and eventually he sat down and he said, but I'm standing up on the inside. <laughs> You've heard that one. You know, it's people's wills, it's people's choices, but you know, if we know what's best for us, we want to submit to the Lord because we know we're going to get a lot more done. Obey and under obedience that subject means in the Greek to one another to one another I think this is really really key subject one to another how much in this ministry with all the people that have worked with me all these years and I've got people that have been with me for years and years we know that that works and wherever we are whoever we are praying with people we want to be submitted to each other. We want to be accountable to each other because there is strength. And, you know, loose cannons get plucked off. And so we can make ourselves accountable with love. I know a lot of people can minister outside of a church situation, but there needs to be like-minded people that we submit ourselves to and make ourselves accountable to. And how do we make ourselves accountable? Through love. We should want to be accountable. We should want to share things with each other and know that we're there for each other, especially when we're going to go out and start praying for people. Um, I think as Linda kind of shared this morning, it's not a walk in the park, is it? We did tell you it wasn't a walk in the park. <laughs> and so I want us to be encouraged about having each other, to being in ministry, but be encouraged that we have each other 
and we're here for each other. And you know that's going to matter even more as these perilous times we head towards. But you know, the world is going to want to know. The world is going to want to know. We are just getting ourselves ready for that. This humility is a humbleness of mind. It's interesting, isn't it? Because a lack of humility has a voice. And humility starts with a humbleness in the mind. That's where we have to get ourselves. We need to control ourselves here. We need to take authority over our thoughts. We need to constantly be relying on the Lord. When we want to touch people's lives, Lord, I've got nothing. I've got nothing to give. It has to be you. It has to be you. And so I just want to encourage ourselves today to submit our minds to the Lord. And then the Holy Ghost can flow if we get us uncluttered of wrong thoughts. We need to renew our mind constantly. Humbleness of mind and modesty. God resisteth the proud. I mean, that's quite strong words, isn't it? And We know God's not rejecting us. But what we're saying is he can commune with us, really. He can commune with us more as we're submit, submitted to him and we resist wanting to do our own thing or have our own thoughts. And I love this grace here. Verse 5, thank you. Resisteth the proud and giveth grace to the humble. And that grace is a divine influence upon the heart. That's why we just briefly shared yesterday about let's understand what grace is because it's a wind of doctrine at the moment going through the church. But, you know, grace is divine influence and power to live the life. So we have to obey the word of God and apply grace to be able to live the life and to walk in the things for the Lord. With authority comes responsibility. And with responsibility comes accountability. And with accountability comes trustworthiness. And I've got that written boldly in my course notes because I think it's really, really key that we know that. Let me read that again. That with accountability comes responsibility. With responsibility comes accountability and trustworthiness. Authority flows when we're submitted to the Lord and his word. Spiritual authority, if we humble ourselves before the Lord, we will flow and he will lift us up. We, we must humble ourselves under the mighty hand of God. Authority flows when we have an intimate relationship with the Lord. And how do we get that? It's an ongoing thing. We'll still be working at that when we go to glory. <laughs> it's, it's a lifestyle. It's an ongoing thing. And we know that if we just lose our peace we lose a certain amount of that intimacy with the lord and our prayer brings us back into that place just a prayer he's not a legalistic god he's a loving god and believe you me he wants to work with us <laughs> he's given us a great commission it's tough enough anyway but he's going to work with us he's going to go before he's going to be by our side and there's going to be signs following. And this message for everybody today, not people just on this course, we've all called to serve the Lord in this way. When we flow with authority, the enemy too is watching. And you know, we absolutely need to know if we're going to be the believers going out with authority, that we need to know that the enemy can't touch us and that we need to know who we are in Christ 
And these two go together, they're inseparable. The believer's authority, who you are in Christ. And you know, sometimes as I said yesterday, you've got to stop and stand there and reaffirm in your own heart who you are in Christ. Standing against the enemy and reaffirming. I love that scripture. Greater is he that's within me than he that is in the world. We need to constantly remember that. The enemy is in the world. And it's, it's beyond our comprehension that he is within us. It's beyond our comprehension. When we've invited Jesus into our life as our Lord and Savior, it says, greater is he that's within us. And, you know, sometimes I think we've got to remind ourselves because sometimes the enemy's bigger than he should be in our lives. <laughs> We're looking at him thinking he's got all this power. No, he hasn't. <laughs> he hasn't got more power than the Lord, but sometimes it can look and feel like it. And I think that's a wonderful scripture to have on our hearts, you know. And we've got we're heirs of God and joint heirs with Jesus, Romans eight, fourteen to seventeen. We're a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, one Peter two nine. These things written on our hearts. And two Corinthians, um, I don't know the verse says we are ambassadors for Christ. We are ambassadors for Christ. And somebody shared with us a while ago, um, somebody who works in that field of security with ambassadors, uh, she said when ambassadors um, go out, you know, in the name of their country, um, they are given special extra protection. Thank you, Nigel. 2 Corinthians 5.20. So there is an extra protection because we are ambassadors and we're being sent. We're being sent. And you know where it says, go you into all the world, we have to read that in the way too, that we are going out into all the world when we're in our own local area. It doesn't mean you've got to suddenly wake up and go over the other side of the world, but some people will be called to do that and, and it's good that they are. But you know what I, I'm encouraged about? God is bringing all the nations to this nation. We don't have to go very far to find strangers in the land and people who need to hear about Jesus from every walk of life, every religion, every culture, that we have them amongst us. And so that is going into all the world. Um, I want to um, challenge us today with my altar call is to make a fresh commitment of servanthood. We're all servants, whatever we do. Whatever road the Lord is taking us on for servanthood, it's all important. And some of us this weekend have come because we're saying, do you know what, Lord, we want to know just a little bit more to help us do this job. That's what we're saying. You know, can somebody share with us a bit more that will set us free, that will set us on fire, that will help us. Missing keys have been put into place today in our hearts and our spirits. And um, I'm going to um, invite us to stand for this um, altar call of a fresh commitment to servanthood. And I just love this expression that I've heard. I've been listening to servanthood with Derek Prince. And he said, the only way up is down. The only way up is down. So the more we want to go on with the Lord, the more that we want to serve him, the more we want to be reaching out with him and doing this, we've got to be prepared to go down first. 
And I want to encourage folks here that have got specialised areas in their hearts, in their minds that they feel the Lord is calling them to do. Whatever area we know that we're going to move forward in our servanthood, we're going to need a lot of patience as well. A lot of patience for the Lord to unfold those things. And I believe in my heart that there's, there's specific ministries have been put in place this weekend. The Lord will be revealing them to your heart and some of you are going to be quite surprised. Some of you have got good ideas in your heart that you need to lay down for a God idea. Because sometimes we have a good idea and there's nothing wrong with that. We can say, Lord, I'd love to do this. But sometimes we have to take it back to him and say, use me as you will. Use me in the areas you want to use me, in the areas you think is best for me. And, and the way that he will be able to use us in the strongest of ways. He knows the bigger picture, doesn't he? And he knows us. And so um, Jesus came, a servant to all. And so I just want to invite us to give a fresh commitment to our servanthood. So I'd just like you to stand in your seats. There might be too many people to all come out the front. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even death of the cross. The Son of Man came to minister and to give his life a ransom for many. Thank you, Father God. Father, you see our hearts and we know ourselves so well. But Lord, we do come humbly with the little that we have to give. We come humbly before you. And today, our hearts would move towards you and say, Lord, use me. Use me in a new way. Make my walk deeper and more meaningful for you. Father, may I shine as that bright light for all the world to see. May they see a light that we can't see because we're shining for you. And Lord, we want to pray now where ministries are in place in people's lives. Father God, I just pray that hearts and minds would be open to see more and see something that you are trying to show. Where people are ready to move forward afresh, anew. Father God, make the vision clear. Father God, confirm it in hearts where there are things in people's hearts now. Father, show them the road ahead as far as you want to show us, Lord. And we just lay down our servanthood now. And in our hearts, Lord, we do want to fearfully receive that the way up is down. In our hearts, we bow our knee to you. Heavenly Father, we lift up our hearts with our hands before you. We say, take this life afresh today and use us, we pray in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father God. Amen. Thank you, Father God.